This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms and temperatures will hover near freezing tonight. So if you're on the area-wide roads, be very careful that some of the wet roads you see may be black ice. By tomorrow, we're looking at cloudy skies, temperatures well above freezing with highs near 50. And for Monday, sunshine returns momentarily with highs around 40 before storm number two arrives on Tuesday with a widespread rain event with highs right around 60 degrees. I'm 7 News Media Aldous Marpena in the First Alert Weather Center. In Friendship Heights, it's 34 degrees. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. Coming up, our wet Saturday may mean a slippery overnight drive forecast details just ahead. A 100th birthday celebration for a World War II veteran with a strong faith. I'm Dick Iuliano. A 15-year-old is dead after crashing head-on into another car in a stolen minivan. You may not mind seeing these police lights in your rearview mirror. This is Kyle Cooper. Students walking to and from school in Prince George's County will soon see more of these. I'm Matt Koufax. 12 midnight. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Christopher Cruz. A senior member of the president's cabinet has been in the hospital since early this week. But CBS's Robert Costa reports few officials knew that until days into his stay. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin was admitted to Walter Reed Medical Center on January 1st for complications related to a prior elective procedure. CBS News has learned that the president's National Security Council and National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan were unaware of his hospital stay until Thursday. During part of that time, the 70-year-old was in the intensive care unit, and his duties were partly assumed by Deputy Kathleen Hicks. The Israeli military spread out through the Gaza Strip today in search of Hamas leaders, says CBS's Ian Lee in Tel Aviv. In southern Gaza, Israeli forces advance. Their main focus now is Khan Yunus. Airstrikes pound the city. Nearby, Palestinians dig a new cemetery. The old ones are already full. Israeli troops hunt for Hamas in southern Gaza while searching for hostages. Israel claims it has, quote, dismantled Hamas in northern Gaza. The winter storm that's now pummeling parts of New England dropped snow in Allentown, Pennsylvania before heading north, says CBS News Philadelphia reporter Nikki Dementri. Warnings went up as the snow came down across the northeast. Big flakes fell in western Pennsylvania. And at the opposite end of the state, we found travelers surprised at the storm's intensity. Do you remember the last time it snowed? Mm, no, not like this. It's bad. The storm has been marching east, blanketing roads in Winslow, Arkansas, where several tractor trailers collided. A deadly scene on Interstate 5 west of Bakersfield, California, in heavy fog Saturday morning. WBAK-TV reporter Mary Peronian. Officials on scene said 17 vehicles and 18 big rigs were involved, making it a total of 35 drivers caught in the pileup. Everybody just started screaming, like, help and stuff like that. And there was, like, kids as well, like little kids crying. 
CHP says two people died in the pileup, with nine other people being taken to the hospital with varying levels of injuries. Federal regulators have temporarily grounded 171 Boeing 737 MAX jetliners. The order follows the cabin panel blowout that forced a new Alaska Airlines jet to make an emergency landing in Portland, Oregon Friday night. Passenger Emma Vu. I'm sleeping and I just feel the plane drop and it wasn't like any other turbulence just because the masks I came down to. So that's when I knew like, oh gosh, this is something way different. And yeah, I started freaking out. Police in Britain are investigating the country's post office for reports that post office branch managers were wrongly accused of theft or fraud. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Patrick? It's 12.03 a.m. Sunday, January 7th. It's 33 degrees, mostly cloudy, breezy overnight, lows in the upper 20s. Hello and good morning. I'm Rich Hunter. The top local stories we're following this hour. Warnings and advisories for the region's first winter storm have expired, but the threat is far from over. Temps here expected to drop into the freezing mark and actually just about there, and that can bring the threat of black ice. Sharon Ketchum with the Virginia Department of Transportation shares some tips for drivers about icy spots on roadways. The best advice that we like to give drivers is leave a few minutes earlier. If you must travel, I mean, the best advice, stay indoors. Don't go out until we know that the temperature has warmed up and melted anything out there. But if you do have to get out in it, make sure that you drive slower, leave earlier than you would normally leave. And uh, if you do encounter any of those, just just keep your, your wheel straight. Try to stay calm and safety is the top priority. And so the best idea with you see any icy spots, just drive as slowly as you can through them. And those will primarily form on the overpasses, on the exit and the on-ramps. You also have to be careful when you're just out walking, driveways, sidewalks, stairwells. Be very, very careful of ice out there as well. We will keep an especially close eye on the road conditions all night with traffic and weather on the 8s. The lobby of a D.C. apartment building was crowded with well-wishers for a special occasion the 100th birthday of one of the building's favorite residents. Tompkins Hallman stepped briskly down the two steps and took his place in the center of the lobby as his friends and neighbors sang. The centenarian says he starts each day with a bath and prayers. I take it one day at a time. I have my black cup of coffee. I read the Washington Post. The World War II veteran survived cancer in the 1980s. He was an early civil rights activist, and he's a favorite among the neighbors in the Saxony building near D.C.'s Adams Morgan neighborhood. He's just the kindest, gentlest soul that you'll ever meet. Shows up at all of our parties. He's very social. As for his longevity, Hallman says he has a sister who's 105. Dick Giuliano, WTOP News. It's 12.05. We're learning more information about a deadly crash in Prince George's County that left a 15-year-old dead and two others hospitalized. A multi-vehicle crash happened around 12.30 Friday afternoon in the area of Piscataway Road in King Gallahan Court. Two teenage boys were in a Kia Sedona minivan heading in the wrong direction on the southbound lanes of Piscataway Road when they collided head-on with a pickup. Prince George's County police say the minivan had been reported stolen earlier in the day. 15-year-old Sean Shelton of Akakeek was believed to be the driver. He was pronounced dead at the scene of the crash. Another is in the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. A man driving the other car is also hospitalized. 
and he's expected to fully recover. When you see police lights in your rearview mirror, it can be bad news. But in one part of our area, these police lights are ones you might not mind seeing. Patrol vehicles in Fairfax City now have what are being called cruise mode lights. Officers will run with these steady burning lights from now on while on patrol. The lights are completely different from flashing emergency lights that we're all used to. The police department says it's an effort to increase visibility and safety in the community. The strategy is being used by other police departments across the country. You can see the difference in the two light modes in a video posted on the Fairfax City Police Facebook page. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Prince George's County has a shortage of school crossing guards now. Authorities are turning to police to help fill the gap. Intersections and other critical points along many routes students walk to get to and from Prince George's County schools that didn't have a crossing guard before will now be staffed by uniformed police, according to the Office of County Executive Angela Alsobrooks. This new plan is in response to what the county says is a critical shortage of crossing guards. Back in December, two elementary school students were killed in the crosswalk at Riverdale and Taylor Road, which was not staffed by a crossing guard. The county also says they're embarking on an aggressive new recruiting campaign to fill these positions as soon as possible. Matt Koufax, WTOP News. A dog described as a courageous pup needs help after falling victim to a violent attack. His name is Double, and he was rescued by D.C. police Thursday night in Southwest at the 200 block of L Street. Double is a black Belgian shepherd, a companion to an elderly gentleman. He was shot in the face. Police did not release information about a shooter. They brought him to the ER at Veterinary Emergency Group, VEG, on 8th Street, where they treated the gunshot wound. But Double needs expensive surgery now from seven dollars to $12,000 to repair a fractured jaw. There's a GoFundMe page to cover that with any leftover funds going to the VEG Cares program. Go to GoFundMe and Double's Road to Recovery. Michael Toscano, WTOP News. And coming up after traffic weather, younger people are more willing to make sacrifices for a four-day work week. We'll have that story next. It is 12.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go to Ken Berger and the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Rich. Good morning, everyone. Uh, in Fairfax County, still have accident activity affecting both directions at Telegraph Road near Pine Brook Road at Old Telegraph Road. That's south of 644 Franconia Road. The latest report was that the police on the scene waiting for tow trucks. Looks like the delays are easing quickly, so it looks like the tow trucks are there and getting ready to leave the scene. The accident in Loudoun County, westbound Little River Turnpike, U.S. 50 at South Riding Boulevard and Chantilly has cleared. In Montgomery County, you still have accident activity sitting on both shoulders but the travel lanes open on the inner loop. This accident on the approach to Wisconsin uh, uh, Wisconsin Avenue, 355. Then on the outer loop at Cedar Lane, accident has been reported on the way to 355, but no word on lanes yet and not seeing any congestion because of this. So with these accidents, the other issue, of course, is the wet roadways in various areas. Uh, keep your speeds down. Use a lot of caution as you make your way around and watch out for that. Black ice could get dangerous. Again, be very, very careful if you have to go out. Out in the midnight hours. Go electric to Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitzmall.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Oh, thank you, Ken. Now let's go to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Mark Pena. 
even though the precipitation has ended, and even if you only saw rain on Saturday, the chance that some of that freezing over this morning is certainly there. Temperatures are in the upper 20s to low 30s, so drive with extra caution, especially on the elevated roadways. Later on today, we're looking at mostly cloudy skies, and temperatures will warm into the upper 40s to near 50 degrees. For Monday, lots of sunshine in the forecast with highs in the 40s, and then we're tracking another storm system on the heels of the one from yesterday. This is looking like a rain event for Tuesday, but heavy rain in the forecast with one to two inches of rain possible with highs near 60 degrees. I'm 7 News meteorologist Mark Pena, the First Alert Weather Center. And right now in some areas, we're still above freezing. Fingers crossed. 38 in Springfield, 34 downtown at Farragut Square, 34 out in Laurel. And we're at 33 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to Long Fence. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Gina Savetti. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The idea of a four-day work week created a lot of buzz in 2023 with broad support across age groups. But these younger generations, which include Gen Z and millennials, they're the ones who are basically indicating that they would be willing to do whatever it takes to work that schedule. Sarah Foster is an analyst at Bankrate. These younger generations are saying they'd do anything from work longer hours, change jobs or companies, maybe even come into the office or give up remote work and in some cases take a pay cut. Americans emerging from the pandemic are taking stock of just how they want to spend their time. But there's a disconnect between workers and their employers. Foster says ADP found that just 12 percent of employers offer a four-day work week. The momentum here, you know, I think it really relies on the job market continuing to remain strong so they have the leverage and the bargaining power to negotiate for what they want. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Gina Cervetti on W. WTOP. And coming up on WTOP, a new Washington Post University of Maryland poll shows that almost a quarter of Americans think the FBI was responsible for the January 6th Capitol riot. Why is that? Washington Post polling analyst Emily Guskin joins us next for a closer look. It is 12-12. Here's a fun fact for you. The average chameleon can point their eyes in two different directions. On the other hand, the average human can't. So unless you're a chameleon... There's absolutely no way you can focus on texting and driving at the same time. So don't do it, unless you're a chameleon. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Are you prepared for an emergency or disaster? Because it's not a matter of if, but when. Don't find yourself saying, I'll trust water bottles and a flashlight to save the day, but I'll be proved wrong. With a tornado approaching, I'll realize that I like a wheelchair-accessible shelter. When the floodwaters rise, I'll be up in the attic with 20 cans of beans. It's a recipe for disaster. Let's prepare so we all have a better story to tell. Get started at ready.gov slash older adults. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. It's 1213. 6 a.m. Breaking news from Alexandria. 3.15 p.m. An update now on a story we've been following all day. 6.17 p.m. New information just coming in. WTOP doesn't just report breaking news and move on. We stay with the story. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. This is McGruff the Crime Dog, and I need you to help me take a bite out of crime. Counterfeit products are popping up everywhere. If you think buying them is harmless, think again. Counterfeits are usually made with hazardous and even lethal ingredients that could harm you and others. And the money you paid? 
it goes right into the hands of criminals. Remember, if you don't know where the products came from, how could you know where the money goes? You're smart. Buy smart. Go for real. Learn more at McGruffPSA.org. This message is brought to you by the United States Patent and Trademark Office and the National Crime Prevention Council. Coming up, a child is dead and two adults injured following a fire in Western Maryland Friday night. More news in 60 seconds. I'm Scarlett Johansson. My family relied on public assistance to help provide meals for us. These meals fueled my involvement in theater and the arts as a child, which fostered my love for acting. The Feeding America network of food banks helps millions of people put food on the table. You can join the movement to end hunger by donating, volunteering, and advocating. Because when people are fed, futures are nourished. Join the movement to end hunger at feedingamerica.org slash act now. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Black men are the most likely Americans to die from lung cancer, and black people develop the disease earlier in life than others. Federal guidelines have nearly doubled the number of black Americans eligible for lung cancer screening. Insurance companies are required to cover these tests for those ages 50 to 80 who smoke or used to smoke. If that's you, talk to a doctor about lung cancer screening. For more information and to find a screening center near you, visit acr.org slash mylcs. That's acr.org slash mylcs. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 1215. I'm Rich Hunter. Thanks for being with us. Who was really behind the January 6th Capitol riot three years ago? According to a new Washington Post University Maryland poll, at least a quarter of Americans think it was the FBI. That is completely untrue. 11% of respondents think there is a there is solid evidence the insurrection was organized by the FBI, while 13% say it's only their suspicion. Washington Post polling analyst Emily Guskin joined WTOP's Sean and Ann to dig deeper into this data. Let's start off saying that we know that it is false that FBI operatives did not actually organize and encourage the attack on the U.S. Capitol. But we asked Americans what they thought, and 25% of them said that that was a true thing and that we followed up with them, those of whom who said it was true, and 11% overall said that there was solid evidence of this conspiracy theory that is, in fact, not true. What else stood out to you from the results of this poll? saw larger shares of Republicans, Trump voters, and people who get their news from Fox News saying that it was true that FBI operatives organized and encouraged the attack on the U.S. Capitol on January 6th with smaller shares of independents, Democrats, people who voted for Biden, and people who got their news from other sources. Emily, is there a shift here from right after the Capitol riot happened to now today in people's thinking? I know what your poll was actually looking at, but just wondering if there was a shift towards more of people believing it was a conspiracy theory. So this question was the first time we asked it. We asked this in mid to late December, and we hadn't asked that before. But we asked a series of other questions to people in a separate release from the same poll that we had asked in December 2021 as well. And we saw shifts, particularly among Republicans, more of them saying that they aligned with the rioters, more of them saying that they thought Biden's election was illegitimate, more of them saying that they stood behind Trump than they did back in 2021. You also ask whether folks believe the punishments that have handed out to those convicted in connection with the riot have been too harsh or not harsh enough. How did that turn out? Right. That was another question that we found uh, we asked in, in December of 2021 as well. And the share of Republicans saying the punishments were too harsh increased from two years ago from 32 percent to 42 percent. 
on the other side of the coin there, a majority of Democrats say that the punishments for these rioters were not harsh enough. That's Washington Post polling analyst Emily Guskin. The poll of more than a thousand adults has a margin of error of plus or minus four percent. Now, a quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. Defense Secretary Austin was hospitalized last week, but it remains a mystery why he did not tell senior Biden administration colleagues. The feds ground the entire fleet of Boeing 737 MAX 9 jets after the side blows out of one plane over Portland. And Secretary of State Antony Blinken is on his fourth trip to the Middle East since the war between Israel and Hamas uh, began attempting to keep the conflict from further spreading through the region. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead, where it is now 1218. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go back to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you very much, Rich. Good uh, morning, everybody. Still dealing with the remnants of this accident activity beltway in a loop near Wisconsin Avenue. The travel lanes are open. The activity is on both shoulders, and uh, there are no major delays as you make your way through this accident scene. Just uh, beware the flashing lights and traffic moving at a steady pace. Also, the accident report on the Adeloupe at Cedar Lane. This is on the way to 355 coming from the other direction. However, not seeing any activity because of this accident in terms of lane closures or delays. So on the Capitol Beltway, both in Maryland and Virginia, the travel lanes are all open and the traffic moving at a steady speed. But again, be aware of the wet roadways out there. It could get slippery as you as we make we uh, make our way through the overnight hours. Again, just be careful. Use the proper amount of caution. 95 and 295 between the two beltways running in the clear. No worries on Route 50 leaving 495 heading to the Bay Bridge. At the Bay Bridge, again, wet roadways and uh, that's, a, that's the type of bridge that could freeze before the solid roadway. So again, be very careful as you cross the bay, but currently all lanes are open, two to the east and three to the west. There is no congestion between the western shore and the eastern shore. In Virginia, the only accident that was working is pretty much all gone now. That was Telegraph Road. Both directions south of Franconia Road where they are waiting on tow trucks. Look like the tow trucks have been and gone and the delay is pretty much all gone as well. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. And now let's go to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Mark Pena. Precipitation from yesterday has ended, and whether you saw snow or rain, temperatures outside this morning are in the upper 20s to low 30s, so the chance that some of that freezing over as black ice is there, so drive very carefully if you're on the roads, especially the elevated roadways and bridges. Later on today, any ice that does form will melt as temperatures warm into the upper 40s to near 50 degrees under mostly cloudy skies. Sunshine returns for Monday. Get outside and enjoy with temperatures in the mid-40s, and we're tracking another storm system as soon as Tuesday with widespread heavy rain in the forecast anywhere from one to two inches of rain possible on Tuesday. So flooding concerns will be in the forecast as well for Tuesday. Thankfully, this is looking like a rain event as temperatures will be too warm in the upper 50s to near 60 degrees. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mark Pena, the First Alert Weather Center. And right now, we're still in the 30s, above freezing in a good portion of our area. And again, fingers crossed that it stays that way to avoid some of the icy conditions that could happen. 33 degrees in Tyson, 34 down in Waldorf, 36 downtown at LaFont Plaza in Southwest. And we've got 33 degrees outside the WTOP studios. And coming up on WTOP, a quick tip on how to improve your memory. That's coming up next. It is 1221. 
If you think you have a problem with your roof, don't climb on top of it to take a look. It's dangerous, and if you're like me, you won't know what you're looking at anyway. That's why you need a roof expert, one you know you can trust. Hi, it's Chris Core. I trust Roofmasters. I have for 20 years. I know the owner personally, and I've seen the quality of his work on my own home. His prices are always very fair. In fact, he encourages you always to get three estimates for any roofing work. But just make sure one of the three is from Roofmasters. How honest is that? Look, there are a lot of roofing companies out there, big, small, national, and local, and it can get overwhelming. But it doesn't have to be. When you need quality roofing at a fair price, write this name down, Roofmasters. Their phone is 301-230-ROOF, 301-230-ROOF, online at Roofmasters.com. And always remember, with Roofmasters, the proof is in the roof. 301-230-ROOF. You have a plan for the day, right? But that usually changes by lunchtime. Then changes again before dinner. It's the same with breaking news. New information just coming in. We're just getting word. Breaking developments from Capitol Hill this morning. Don't miss what's happening in the Washington region. Keep up with the changes. Check back with WTOP for the latest two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. This is WTOP News. It's 1223 in Western Maryland. Authorities investigating a fast-moving Friday night blaze that killed a two-year-old and left two others injured. The fire broke out just after 6 p.m. on Military Road in Cascade, not far from the Pennsylvania state line. The structure was a home converted into apartments. The child was trapped on the second floor and died at the scene. First responders found a 24-year-old woman and another toddler outside. The woman was airlifted to MedStar Washington Hospital Center, and the one-year-old was taken to a nearby hospital. Seventy-five firefighters battled the two-alarm blaze. Improving your memory might be as simple as adding something to your nighttime routine. Here's WTOP's Michelle Bash. Older people performed a stunning 226% better on memory tests just by adding a scent diffuser to their bedroom for six months and running it for two hours a night as they slept. That's according to a small study of people aged 60 to 85 who had not been diagnosed with memory impairment or dementia. About half were given diffusers with full-strength fragrance cartridges. The rest got cartridges that produced very little scent. The study was done by the University of California, Irvine, and Psychology Today reports a product based on the results is expected to be released later this year. Michelle Bash, WTOP News. Hollywood's award season kicks off tonight with the Golden Globes on CBS, and there could be a big surprise. None other than Time Magazine's Person of the Year, Taylor Swift, could be at tonight's show for her Eras concert film. She's nominated for a brand new category of blockbuster called Cinematic and Box Office Achievement. Kyle Buchanan is an awards columnist at the New York Times. If they can get Taylor in that ballroom, I'm sure they wouldn't mind. Hollywood could use the boost after a year of strikes that have crippled the industry and a revamped, more diverse Hollywood Foreign Press Association under the microscope. There's a little bit of pressure to deliver. We'll see if that pressure is alleviated once the alcohol starts flowing. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. CBS's Gail King will work the red carpet tonight. Sports at 25 and 55. And now let's go to Frank Hanrahan. 
High drama last week of the NFL regular season as the Houston Texans, who were just dreadful last year, but then they drafted a quarterback in C.J. Stroud into the playoffs with a 10-7 and record after knocking off Indianapolis 23-19. Pittsburgh Steelers keep uh, their hopes alive for the playoffs, knocking off the Ravens in Baltimore 17-10. Lamar Jackson did not play for the uh, Ravens at quarterback because Baltimore's already locked up the number one spot come AFC playoff time. Commanders hosting Dallas Sunday 425. Commanders are underdogs by about 13 points. Cowboys can clinch the NFC East with a victory and the number two seed in the NFC playoffs. Wizards fall for the fourth straight game. They lose by double digits yet again. At home, 121-105 to the New York Knicks. Wizards get Oklahoma City on Monday night. In college hoops, GW gets 